This is Stephen Edwards, owner and director of Chapman Tax Accountants, and also I run a podcast called The Accounting Coach, where we teach entrepreneurs and small business owners how to be more financial literate in the business and get more of a grasp on the finances. So I'm actually recording this for YouTube and also for our podcast and I'm experimenting doing both at the same time. Apologies for any technical issues and hopefully you can hear and see me okay. For those of you on YouTube, I'm afraid you have to see me from two different angles because I'm actually experimenting. I'm getting a bit brave with using my camera and my, my computer at the same time. So what I want to talk about today is management accounts, what it is, why you need to know about it because it's one of the main uh, points of confusion I find for a lot of our clients that they don't really get what management accounts are, what the benefit is, should it be something they should be doing, what you know, should they be paying for it and uh, yeah so I'll give you a bit of background. So in, in a nutshell annual accounts for, for company's house if you're a limited company or if you need to do a set of accounts to prepare a tax return if you're a sole trader, are for the benefit of the authorities. So they are for the benefit of, like I said, companies' house. That's where limited company accounts get filed. Um, also, if your limited company got to file a set of your accounts along with your corporation tax return to HMRC. If you're self-employed, partnership, sole trader, then you need to produce a an internal set of accounts in order to know your figures for your tax return. That's pretty much what it comes down to. So these are accounts that have been forced upon you pretty much on an annual basis. You don't have a choice. You need to know what your tax is. You need to know where you stand with, with the tax man. And that's what everybody gets. They understand that. It's typically why they pay um, an accountant, really. That's what you pay an accountant for. So where management accounts come in is it's optional. It's voluntary. It's not compliance. You don't have to have management accounts. The best way I can explain it, annual accounts are for the benefit of the taxman, management accounts of the benefit of you as the business owner. So basically you've got to ask yourself some questions as a business owner. It does depend how big your business is. If you're if you're a really small startup and your turnovers 10k, 30k, 50k, even potentially, you know, VAT registered 80k, 90k, you might have a real real clear handle on the finances and it's really consistent. It depends on the nature of your business, but you might have a real clear idea of the finances in business. If, however, you're bigger than that or your business is quite complex or you're, you just feel you're not very good at finances, if you feel you have no idea how much profit you've made in the quarter, um, what your real turnover is when you account for timing adjustments, what your real gross profit is when you account for stock, work in progress, income paid in advance, all, all those sort of timing issues. If you don't know what you have, you don't have a clue what your tax might be for a quarter, then management accounts might be for you. That the more you've got going on, the more important management accounts are. So if you're VAT registered, if you've got staff, if you're a limited company, this is going to make it a lot more um, complex for you to have a clear picture on your finances. And often what happens to small businesses is you you basically judge your business from the money in the bank. And there's a book based on this, which is called Profit First, really interesting book. And the idea is lots of small business owners, treat they do bank balance accounting. They basically look in the bank, can I pay my bills? Where management account comes in is it helps you think and plan exactly where you stand. So there's, if let's say for example, you've got X amount of money in the bank, I'll make up a number, you've got 20, 30K in your bank account, 
you think that's loads of money. You can you think, oh, I can pay myself a lot of this. I'm going to pay myself 15K. But actually, three months later, some of you have probably been through this. Your accountant gives you a VAT bill, a corporation tax bill, and a personal tax bill, and probably unpaid PAYE bills. All of a sudden, you've got no money. And that's where management accounts come in. So hopefully I haven't talked about that in too much detail, but that's the general gist of it. And the, the problem is, and the challenge we have with business owners is an accountant to some extent, particularly when you start a business, is like a necessary evil. It's not a pleasure purchase. It's not something, you know, like booking a holiday to Florida or even in this country, you know, sort of Cornwall. It's not something you necessarily enjoy, but it gives you obviously a lot of peace of mind. That's why people have an accountant. So the fact that it's a kind of grudge purchase to some extent in the first place, why would I pay more than what I need to? And this is all about being a business owner, a serious business owner, and basically getting a grasp on your business. Ultimately, that is what management accounts are. There's no point waiting till the end of the year and not really knowing how much money you've made or how well your business is doing, because that's too late to take action. The whole point of doing management accounts is, firstly, how have I really done in the last quarter, typically? It can be monthly, but how have I really performed in this last quarter? What have I really made? You know, I think I've made X amount, I'm looking at my bank balance, but have I really made that amount? What is my tax bill? What do I truly owe the VAT man or to the PAYE and the wages? Um, so really locking in the last quarter in a really timely manner. So you want to be doing it at the latest, really within probably a month of your quarter finishing, the sooner the better. And it's a lot easier to do this now with cloud software. So if you're using things like Xero, which is our favorite, QuickBooks Online, Free Agent, all these different bits of software, that's the grunt work, that's the day-to-day -day bookkeeping, but it gives you the platform to have your books up to date, to get it reconciled properly, and to have a set of management accounts. So that's really what it's about. So firstly, lock in the last quarter, then we can start analyzing trends in a bit more detail. So I just want to give you a little bit of a preview of some software we like using to produce management accounts. And what I will say, it's it's a bit like QuickBooks Online. If, if I'm honest, I don't like their TV advert because they basically say, your book's done, click a button, submit your VAT. And it, you know, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes, um, really, that, than that. You know, it's like getting your car MOT. There's a lot of checks and balances that are happening that you, 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 you're not really aware about. Or you could be aware about it if you're interested, but, you know, that's why you typically pay an accountant or a bookkeeper. So the point I'm getting at is software can sometimes make things look easier or can mask problems. So fundamentally, you need very good controls to make sure you've got good quality bookkeeper, good quality accountant, you're happy with the numbers. Those numbers need to be scrutinized and you need to be really happy with numbers first and foremost. Second to that is how you present that data. So this is where SIFT analytics comes in. That's why I'm showing you um, for those on the podcast, you cannot see this. So if you wanted to um, look, find what I'm talking about, if you go into SIFT Analytics product walkthrough on YouTube, I'm actually five minutes and 30 seconds in and on, on that particular video and you can get a feel, but I will explain what I'm looking at. But basically it's in a more visual format. It's not just numbers, black and white, it's visual. There's a bit of color coding going on. There's trends, there's graphs, there's pie charts. Um, yeah, so as you can see, for those of you watching on on YouTube, it's it's a little bit more visual, and it, the, the idea is it doesn't give you information overload, and you can see all the key numbers at a glance, and it doesn't sort of overcomplicate things. But the point is it can be customised 
to suit your business. So you can see here, here's a graph and it's showing the bank balance over time. In this particular example, bank balance is going down. So you would question, why is it going down? Have I invested? Am I taking too much money out of the business? Or, you know, whatever's going on. And you can also look at things like benchmarking. Um, yeah, so some of the, the, the more interesting optional data you might, or, or um, performance metrics you might look at in a set of management accounts that you wouldn't look at in an annual set of accounts would be things like gross profit percentage. So in terms of, you know, if I'm buying and selling products, if I'm selling it for £100 and I'm buying it for £50, that's a 50% gross profit um, percentage I've got there because it's 50%. Obviously, that's a really clear example. If you're in a service business, I'd encourage you to think of what um, wages count towards cost of sales so we're an accounting business of so staff. I would consider cost of sales. If they do chargeable work, if they produce accounts, they do bookkeeping, they do payroll, all those sort of things. If they just do admin in the background or their marketing, I wouldn't consider that to be a cost of sales. That's more of an overhead. So with management accounts, you can really look at trends. You know, what is the proportion of my staff costs versus my income? You can look at, you can watch certain spends over time. Things like your marketing. What is my marketing as a percentage of my revenue? You can um, you can drill in a lot a lot further than that, and you can look at all sorts of ratios. You can do some basic benchmarking to compare to other businesses, which I find really useful. You've got to always take it with a pinch of salt because not you know, no two businesses are are the same. Um, yeah, so hopefully that gives you a bit of an overview. I don't want to go on in super detail about management accounts, but that's the gist of it. The final thing I would probably add is just producing numbers is half of it. It's then understanding those numbers. So if you're thinking, I wouldn't mind some management accounts. I want to know where I stand. I really feel that I haven't got that clarity in my business. I'm a bit unsure. I have to wait till the end of the year to truly understand what's going on. If that's you and you decide to get management accounts, it's not just as simple as saying to your accountant, can you produce me some management accounts and just send them to me when you've done them. You need to understand those numbers. So the next part, which is, you could argue, a level up, but it's really important, is there's no point having the data if you don't understand it. Okay, so it depends on your financial literacy. Listening to this podcast, watching these videos, is going to improve your financial literacy as a, as a business owner. But the next level is having someone as a sounding board, you know, almost like a board member in your business or a financial director in your business to scrutinise those numbers. So what we would do with clients is we produce the management accounts we produce it in a format that's relevant for them and then we'd meet for an hour to really go under the bonnet and 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 scrutinize those numbers challenge those numbers i want my clients to say why is this gone down why has this gone up is that correct you need to really tear apart your numbers because that's where you're going to learn you're going to look at opportunities you want to realize that maybe you could have made more revenue or your costs are higher than what they should be or you, you've not been paying any attention to your bank balance. So the next level is having a sounding board. It doesn't have to be your accountant. If you've got another business partner, potentially it could be another business partner, but that's a really important part of this. So yeah, thanks guys for listening and watching. And um, yeah, click and subscribe if you want more useful videos in terms of financial literacy, accounting and business. Cheers.